0: Add Fitbod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me/slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D.me/slash Zabe. Gambling on football, you say? Well, well, well. Nothing is going to change in Ashburn now that Jay Gruden's been fired. There's no plan for greatness. And as long as Dan and Bruce are in charge, guess what? The Skins are still an NFL Chernobyl. I'd love to give you more hope, but I cannot. I can, though, give you today notorious J-A-Y. So that ain't all bad on a Tuesday, now is it? Your bonus, 40 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. here we go. Tuesday, October 8, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Boy, do we got a lot to get to. Today at 1 o'clock, it is currently high noon. I'm recording this before Bruce Allen takes to the podium to announce the firing of Jay Gruden officially and to lay out what comes next. 1 o'clock today, I am going to hate watch the living fuck out of this press conference. It is so disgusting what has become of this franchise. I feel so much genuine hatred. I know my mom, mom, I'm sorry, you you taught me not to hate. I have so much business and football hatred in my heart for Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen, the two of them. They have taken something that for me and for millions of other football fans in the D.C. area was once a thing of joy and pride and happiness, and they have so thoroughly ruined it. This coaching change is not going to make a goddamn bit of difference, and until Bruce Allen is gone, it ain't going to make a bit of difference, and even when Bruce Allen is gone, That too is not going to make a bit of difference because Dan Snyder is not good at this. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I don't know him as a person. All I know is he's not good at this. And what is this? It's corporate life. It's about understanding I have a public trust here in this football team And it's not just mine, 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 mine. I have to think larger than me. I have to humble myself. I have to remove myself. I have to do things that make me uncomfortable. See, that's the thing. The Redskins have a drinking problem as a franchise. And it starts at the top. Dan Snyder is an aggressive, raging drunk. And I think I can say that without getting sued for slander or in trouble because i've heard it from a number of people it's not just ah oh, good old boys we have a few too many sometimes no no it's been chronicled in the media before when when mike wise wrote the epic piece that chronicled the night that dan and vinny decided let's go out and i think bruce was on board at the time maybe not they got on their private plane flew out to denver to go talk to mike shanahan in the middle of the night after a redskins loss after they had stayed holed up drinking in the owner's level suites for quite some time. I've heard from other people close to the organization, and I'll leave it at that, that Dan Snyder is an aggressive drunk when he parties. And again, I think that there are other owners probably the same way. Not all of them. I think Jerry Jones is the same. Well, we've seen with Jerry Jones photos coming out of the, wow, them two ladies, I tell you what. And maybe there are so, are some others, but it starts at the top. This is who Dan Snyder is, and it's who he surrounds himself. It's amazing to think, part of the reason why, why Jay Gruden lasts so long with the Redskins? Because he fit their profile. He was part of the Redskins social club they were running. That also, well, we play football on Sundays. I know you might say, well, wait. Joe Gibbs was a teetotaler. I think Jim Zorn, the same. So it's not like Snyder doesn't hire guys who are serious guys who don't drink. Well, Gibbs was a legend, number one. And number two, Zorn sucked, and he ended up hating him and got rid of him. Jay lasted as long as he did because he went along, he took Dan's money, and he was quick to share a drink when the time came, which apparently was all the time. Bruce Allen famously told Cooley, well, not told Cooley, but Cooley told me the story of when he got cut by Shanahan and he was stunned. The first thing Bruce Allen did was call him into his office, crack open a cold Bud Light or cold Coors Light, his drink of choice, and say, let's talk about your future. And they shared a beer. I've heard stories that there is a Redskin staffer that specifically keeps Bruce Allen's refrigerator stocked full of Coors Light at all times. Oh, it's just social drinking. It's not a big deal. This is why they hired McLuhan and thought, "Ah, that's not a big deal. He's a drinker just like we are. The franchise has a drinking problem. It has a people problem at the very top with Dan Snyder, and he is not a good businessman. There is no hope for the future. There is only deep depression that something once beautiful and awesome and filled you with pride and joy on Sundays and throughout the fall and winter is now dead. Dead for as long as Dan owns the team. Jay Gruden won't matter. Good luck getting another coach to come in here of any sort of merit. Secondly, when Bruce is finally gone and I cannot wait for the day, that too doesn't solve anything. It's damn. For the good of your legacy and for the good of millions of fans, sell this fucking team. Not tomorrow, not next week, now. Been 20 years of this. It is a disaster. And I still can't get over the imagery of Snyder and his henchmen driving their black SUVs through the halls of FedEx Field, which I know may happen all the time. I know may have vehicle traffic through there all the time. You just don't see it. I'm just telling you it smacked to me. It reminded me it was echoes of Kim Jong-un and his bodyguards who ran alongside his bulletproof black limousine in North Korea. It was such an arrogant fuck you move from Dan Snyder. The real reason that this franchise is so hopeless, to drive his three-car parade of black SUVs where I don't want to have to be, you know, videoed marching down the hallway in my suit. I don't want to have to be accountable. I'm not going to show up. He won't be there today. He won't be on that podium today, Dan Snyder. I, I sincerely doubt it. To drive those SUVs right up to the locker room to go in there and say whatever they said to, to, to you know, Jay, probably meet me at, at midnight or meet me at 4 a.m. We'll talk about your future. Whatever last bit of humiliation they can get in was so jarring to me, especially when I said, like, yesterday on the podcast, I said this guy Alec said that he was waiting at an intersection trying to get into the stadium, 20 minutes to get through one intersection, and yet, what comes through with 20 motorcycle cops as an escort? Some black SUVs. Who do you think that is? That is the let them eat cake. I don't give a fuck about how miserable my game day experience is. Daniel M. Snyder. And he wants somebody to help him build a new fucking stadium? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Okay, let's... uh. Let's cheer this podcast up, everybody, as Jay Gruden is officially out. And by the way, Andy, I'm disappointed in you, Andy. It's one thing to have more mild and mild takes on things, which he does. That's why I asked him yesterday. I said, do you care anymore? <laughs> what happened to the Andy that used to be spitting fire about this stuff? Uh, but boy, he really missed the, the, tent, the, the tempo or the temperature, I should say, of the room. He missed the, the whole, hey, you know what? Jay is so not going to be around here come Monday morning if they don't play well against the uh, Patriots. And, of course, they did not. So, yeah. Gambling on football, you say? Well, well, well. If you've done it before, you want to get back into it, or you just want another place to reliably play. Where you know when you win, you're going to get paid because remember that's the whole deal. Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Thank you, Mister X, for the comment. Bottom line is this: my bookie, mybookie.ag. They've been with us now for two seasons. They are a solid book. They pay when you win, and they are very straightforward. Plus, they've got a great array of ways that you can wager on games. An excellent interface, excellent mobile app as well, and great customer service. You know there have been. A small number of hiccups along the way, and people have emailed me directly and said, hey, I had a problem with my bookie. I send one email, boom, off to my rep at my bookie, and the problem is fixed like that. Mybookie.ag. Now listen, if you want to maybe bet a little bit and win big, try some parlays. They're kind of hard to hit, but they're fun to play, right? Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit.
1: Has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Oh, Jay, come on, man.
0: Oh, here he is. Hold on. Oh, man, I thought you hadn't paid your phone bill. Thank God you're alive.
1: I hit the wrong wrong button rather than receive.
0: Quite okay, my man. Good afternoon, Jay. We have regime change in the nation's capital. How am I? Well, you'll have to listen to the front 10 minutes of today's podcast. To quote Mad Men, not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute. 5 a.m. firing. Is that a good
0: one? Not, not in Dan Snyder's world. When you're okay. a corporate fucking asshole like that guy is, that's how you do shit. And
1: my, I mean, I've never heard of somebody that early, getting fired that early.
0: Yeah, well... Maybe he was done last night. Maybe he sat on it. Who knows? I I would imagine he called Jay into his office or he called Jay by phone or he texted him, like, ha ha, you're fired or whatever. But
1: you know (laughs) what? Ha ha, you're fired. Don't think it happened like that. Why not? Oh, I think he won't know. I was going to say, I think he's a little more professional than that than I remember. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder? I'll take that back. You kidding me?
0: I'm telling you right yeah. now, you know what's coming next is they're going to try to get money back because of the photos that surfaced, which I believe the team had a direct hand in, you know, timing the release of.
1: So that was really him? Yes. I thought it, I thought they were doctor. I, I really, doctor. Didn't, you know, I, I, I really didn't think that was him. Do you know? I mean, come on, do remember you know? the Florida coach who was on the boat naked with the shark? Right. And that was, <laughs> yeah, right. that was. That was doctored.
0: That's true. Naked Shark guy was definitely doctored. Uh, but guess what? Larry Eustacey, not doctored. Not doctored.
1: That's Jay true. Gruden,
0: not doctored. Not a stunt double, not a lookalike. The number of people who have reported to me, hey, I saw Jay over here at One Loudon. Hey, I saw Jay over here at this place. Hammered as all get out. I can't count the number of stories. I said to open the podcast today, I said this football team has a drinking problem. <laughs> Period.
1: What was the uh, GM, Scott McLuhan?
0: Yes. Yeah. Another guy. And 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 it goes all through the organization. Now, do you know if Bishotti up there in Baltimore is a big drinker?
1: I'm not going to say yes or no, but I I mean.
0: Uh, I would bet mm. most NFL owners drink to some regard.
1: I was going to say he does drink. I've never, well, like Steve Bishotti and I hang out. No. I, I've never <laughs> heard wish. of him having. Yeah. He does live about he has a, he, one of his houses about 15 minutes from here on a sprawl, uh, a, a sprawling horse farm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm not. I, I don't know if he drinks or not. i well, not sure.
0: I, I, I imagine a good percentage of NFL owners drink some excessively. Jerry Jones would be one. I imagine a good percentage of NFL coaches drink some excessively. Most coaches, though, don't get so obliterated, even in the off season, even on their own private time, in which they're sitting on the ground outside a bar with a chick on their lap. Don't you think? Yeah, I would think so. You're correct. I don't remember seeing Bud Grant ever in that no. way. Or Tom Coughlin. Uh, yeah. Or Bill Belichick. Or Bill Carr. Chuck yeah, Noll
1: Chuck Knoll, never, Chuck never had Knoll that right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Never saw Mike Holmgren that way. Never saw Andy Reed that way. I did see Andy Reid hunched over a Chalupa once, though, at a back booth at a Taco Bell. Cheap shot.
1: I was gonna say that's not true. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say <laughs> true or false. So false. <laughs> it wasn't a Taco Bell. It was a Chipotle. <laughs> oh
0: God. All right. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about, and because I'm on minutes restriction yes, now with the Z. We gotta cast, go quick. Let's go quick. Let's start with this China. Daryl Morey tweet that I has rocked the it. internet. Have you been so, following the fallout now and the yes, numbers? He might of get a, fired. But also the league now bending the knee and groveling at the feet of the chi Okay, I
1: did see that. And everybody is, you know, saying sorry, China, like uh, Angelo Ball did. But I don't understand. I know there, are, you know, eight million Chinese, but we the, the league was pretty good without the Chinese influence.
0: Okay, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good again. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! How many Chinese did you say there were?
1: I said eight million. I know it's more than that.
0: How many? How many? How many people do you think live in China, roughly?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm, let's go up. <laughs> no, no, because the joke is always there are eight million Chinese who don't care. Uh, ah. but, that was, but that was twenty years ago. So, uh, 50 million Chinese people?
0: I don't know. No, a billion. 1,000 million Chinese people. And that's with their strict birth control or their strict uh, one baby only laws. I'd like to know how the Chinese populated so quickly. Uh, uh, Robust reproducers. I don't know how that is. Okay. But but I I mean, I don't think the NBA should give to crap's the bug of course the nba should say hey listen up we just had one of our guys express an opinion about maybe hong kong ought to be able to you know determine their own independence be able to be free." free china don't fuck around and the nba god they're such whores for that chinese money they are whores for the money it's embarrassing you know how bad this is basically the likes of clay travis and Keith Olbermann are on the same square on this issue. Wow.
1: Yeah. Hell has frozen over.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. And it's just so hypocritical because the NBA has the super woke coach brigade of Kerr and Popovich. And you got the optics of a league in which, oh, yeah, you want to rip on our own country, rip on our own president? Fire away. Fucking don't care about that. Ooh, you said one thing about China that they disagree with, and now they're gonna shut our shit down. You better apologize. Wow. Money, money, money. Get that money. That is, love that, is, that is a, money, that is a, Jay. That is
1: a punk move. That is a punk move. Love that
0: money. Ooh, money. Gotta have that Chinese money. Mm, good. Oh, I love that money. By the way, I'm wondering, so you know, the jersey sales in China of the star NBA players are are huge, I'm sure. But you know where 99% of all the world's knockoff jerseys come from, right? China. I was going to say China, yeah. So sweatshop in China. Right. So when somebody is wearing a replica Yao Ming Rockets jersey in China, (laughs) is it the real NBA one or are they getting their own knockoff shit? I'd love to know.
1: I, st- I still would like to know, by the way, their fascination with Stefan Marbury. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like some Chinese journalists to sit, sit down and explain that one to them. I was like, don't you know
0: he was kind of a piece of shit here in the,
1: in the United States?
0: <laughs> they don't care. He's yeah. got a sick crossover, and he shoots. He's a gunner. They love him over okay. there. Um, okay. Snoop Dogg at Kansas. Another PR debacle. Did you see what happened? Yes, I saw what happened. Hey, Kansas, have you ever heard
1: a Snoop Dogg song? <laughs> Just so, because he reps every team under the sun does not make him uh, good for business.
0: All right. Question, Jay. And this is your wheelhouse knowing the uh, oh, the hip hop community. <laughs> Will Snoop Dogg put on any team's jersey for whatever his appearance fee is? Is that how yes. he rolls?
1: Yeah, he's, he did it here in Baltimore. Yeah, he, anywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. He was catching passes with the Ravens, with the Ravens jersey. Yeah.
0: Hey, Snoop here, man. Go, and he looks down at his jersey. Go, Tigers. Yeah. yeah. Snoop's all about them Tigers, right? I guess. Yeah. And by the way,
1: this is this is not a good look for uh, Kansas. You know, about to be put on probation.
0: Oh, you think? Yeah, yeah not think? a good look. Right, not Snoop, a good look. Snoop snuck in uh, stripper poles and had scantily clad women dancing on them, gyrating on them like strippers. And the AD for Kansas, Jeff Long, who's a worthless dummy, like almost 99% of all ADs are worthless. He said, well, we didn't know what acrobatic performers meant in the language of the concert writer.
1: Whoever's job it was to get the specs and what would be going on, they are so fired today.
0: Unless they're covering their ass, which is what administrators and bureaucrats do. But somebody has to
1: take the fall. It it, it goes down like shit rolls downhill. True. Well, if it's not Jeff Long. It's the assistant AD. If it's not the assistant AD, it's the basketball opera. Somebody's going to, somebody at Kansas today is looking, is updating their LinkedIn page. How about that?
0: Right. Unless they're so buttoned up that nobody's going to take the fall, that somebody will just get quietly reassigned. Sometimes, you know, in, in, in certain bureaucracies, They're so well insulated. You don't even get a fall guy or a fall girl. They all survive. But here's the thing. So we didn't know what acrobatic performers meant. Did you see the 20-foot stripper poles being marched into the arena? Who was in charge to go, whoa, 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 whoa? What's this? What did they think was going to happen? (laughs) I know. Uh, Snoop was apparently shooting cash out of a money gun. It had his face on it and uh, marijuana see, marijuana leaves on the back.
1: Again, should have talked to somebody before the show started.
0: Question, Jay. Is Snoop Dogg still relevant?
1: Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll give you this. Here, here's, here's all you need to know about Snoop's place right now. So I think last year at my dad's house, we're watching TV, and the Snoop commercial came on. And he goes, that Snoop sure is funny. Same, <laughs> same guy. Same guy. Rewind to uh, 1990, whatever, telling me to turn that music down.
0: So, yeah. So, so your dad was like, "That Snoop sure is it, funny." He sure is funny. I
1: swear to God, he said that.
0: I, I looked at him like, "What?" That sounds like. A, remember that sounds like a line out of uh, you know, like Family Guy, where it, where, yeah. where where yeah. where uh, Cleveland would say. That Snoop Dogg sure is funny.
1: And I'm like, wait a minute. The same guy you said, turn that crap off? Yeah. Now, now he's funny. So, he's, in other like words, Mike, he's like Mike Tyson.
0: Everybody loves him now. Everyone loves him now, yes. Uh, so has Snoop put out a hit recently?
1: I have not heard anything in at least okay. 15 years
0: from Snip, Snoop that I deem music worthy. You know who I saw on my TV over the weekend? hadn't seen him in a long time, One Curtis Jackson. 50 Cent. Exactly. You know what show I saw him on? Power. What?
1: <laughs> what? Oh, no, I said, well, he's on the show Power.
0: What show is that? It's a show on Stars. Oh, my okay. God. Sorry. You are insulated. I, listen, man, I don't watch. I know. I, I watch baseball, and I watch football, and then more baseball, which we'll get okay. to the baseball in a second. Um Yes. I saw him on a show called Ridiculousness on MTV.
1: Oh, the one with the, the skateboarder guy. That, that that stupid show. Yeah, <laughs> where they watch dumb videos and comment on them.
0: <laughs> right. He was sitting there because they always bring Rob in. Right, right, right,
1: okay. Rob Dyrek. Rob Dydrick, yeah.
0: You know what's funny is I, I watched more than a couple episodes. I was just slow waking up in bed on the weekend, and I t- turned it on somehow. I don't know how I ended up on it. And I kept waiting for the host to say, welcome back to Ridiculousness. My name is so-and-so never said his name and I thought wow I guess that is in the style sheet for the show that they don't want anyone getting bigger than the show in case they have to fire him and hire somebody else at a very subpar wage because they
1: have a chick on there who's kind of pretty
0: annoying as yes fuck yeah There's
1: Chanel a, there, Chanel West Coast is her name
0: okay and what what does she do what's her deal
1: uh if you have a couple minutes YouTube Chanel West Coast when we're done. She's very annoying. She thinks she's a hip hop
0: artist. What does she do? She's she's a rapper. Okay. And rapper. I couldn't I don't know if you okay. heard the air quotes. Yeah, I did. I heard them. I got them. <laughs> They're hanging there like curtains. So yeah. so yeah, so I uh I'm I'm watching and by the way, she uh, she just sits there and all she does is laugh and here's how she laughs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 the whole time now i will admit some of the videos they get are pretty fucking funny and they categorize them in ways that are like okay i got it like righteous kills where they'll get someone who's doing some shit he shouldn't be doing and then a guy comes up and wumps the shit out of him, right like a biker almost gets run off the road by a bunch of truckers he then loops around to go confront them dumb idea by the way these fucking Sleestack, Cletus, Redneck, Deep South, inbred morons get out of their truck. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. No, these these are these are the dregs of society, Jay. These are the kind of guys who would try to run over a motorcyclist in their giant Ford 350 truck and then laugh about it. Hey, man, we put them guys in the weeds. So he gets out of his truck, and he's going toe-to-toe. The biker has a has like a GoPro on his helmet, so that's why this was all filmed. And while the, while the white, redneck stack was arguing with him, another biker came up from behind and head-butted the fuck out of him with his helmet on, right into the ditch. I was like, ooh, yes. So the show has some merits, and I'm probably getting a long-winded away around to Curtis Jackson, 50 cents. So Fitty was in on this show that they filmed, and I thought, hmm, scritch, scritch, does anybody listen to 50 cents these days.
1: Hasn't had anything out. Oh my God. Well, he's now a mogul. He does. He produces TV and stuff like I haven't heard a 50 cent song. Probably right. another 10 to 15 years. There you go.
0: Okay. To me, 50 cent and Snoop dog are the repackaged repurposed. Oh, these black rappers aren't any trouble acceptable for white mainstream America rappers. Am I wrong? I'll hang up and listen uh, your answer off the air.
1: Uh, not when 50 was good. He was not acceptable. I'm saying now I'm, oh, saying now,
0: I'm saying now the, uh, the, the starter kit for black rappers for white guys and white parents who are a little unsure about this whole thing, you know, those two guys are the poster child children,
1: but they're not relevant in the industry anymore. No, I so, know. No, I yeah, know no, they're thinking, not. I'm, they're no, they're no, living no, off thinking, of,
0: I, I, they're living off of, okay. So Snoop has taken money from places like Kansas to go to a show for midnight basketball. And, and 50 cent is on some clip show called ridiculousness. That's where they are right now. As so you're, you're
1: asking, but, but that's the kind of thing that's acceptable to, Joe Q. White, middle right. class America for hip hop.
0: Right. Not Takashi six nine. No, no, Takashi 6'9 with his face tattoos would not be on ridiculousness.
1: Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that does make sense.
0: Okay. Uh, let's talk about the injury cart in the Steeler game. Mason Rudolph, <laughs> <I> did- <laughs> jacked up. By the way, are you lamenting the fact that we can't do jacked up on Mason Rudolph tonight on Monday Night Football mm-hmm. countdown?
1: Oh, I, I swear to God, I thought he was dead the way he fell to the ground. He, well, fell, he fell like a sack of potatoes, literally.
0: With with his arms all stiff like a corpse. That's why I
1: thought he was dead. I was like, they just <laughs> killed Mason Rudolph. And I've, by the way, how was Earl Thomas still in the game?
0: They deemed it not a dirty hit. Earl Thomas afterwards, in a very hushed tone, said, I didn't mean to do that. I'm very concerned about him.
1: Some, somebody yesterday got kicked out of the game for a hit. Not as bad as that one. Yeah, I don't understand how, yeah.
0: So, so anyway, the, the injury cart thing is amazing because the NFL has apparently now said that there was a working cart on the other side of the field. They could have used it if they needed to, but that he received proper medical care and that he chose to walk off the field and therefore the cart was not needed.
1: How did about, they see him walk off the field? <laughs> that's again so somebody that's number covering
0: one their covering their ass. That's the NFL saying we're not going to admit we're wrong. Like the visual, I had not I just heard like, hey, did you see that the uh the injury cart broke down in the Steeler game right when they were trying to take Mason Rudolph off the field? I go, oh wow, that's a bad look. And then I saw the clip, Jay, of them pushing. The cart off the field, and I said, "That's the worst visual I've ever fucking seen."
1: Who's ever in charge of three oh, rivers? Uh, of Hines, oh my God. yeah. Of Who's Hines, ever in yeah. charge
0: of Hines needs to be fired, right? Yes,
1: because that is every every Sunday. Yeah. Does this work? Check. Does this work? Check.
0: Jerry Jerry Delac, writing for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, said that uh, according to stadium ops, they said it wasn't that the cart was broken; it's that the operator didn't know how to use it. And I said, what's the difference? What? Yeah. I'm like, what's the fucking difference?
1: The guy whose job it is to drive the car didn't know how to drive the car. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: It doesn't matter. So, and he got to see, he got to see him without his face mask, which I guess is standard protocol for, you know, guys who might have suffered head or neck injuries. Remember when there was, there was a semi-serious trend going of people going, they ought to take the face masks off. That would really make the game safer because guys would tackle totally differently. Do you remember those days?
1: I do remember those days when people said that, yes. Terry like Bradshaw. Like last
0: year. Wait, Right, it might have been as recently as last year. Seeing Mason Rudolph, and he looked so silly in that helmet, he looked like Kazoo from
1: the Bugs uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bunny
0: cartoons. Uh, Flintstones. Flintstones, right. Uh, when you see him like that, you're like, No way people would (laughs) die. People would die without their face masks. There's still somebody
1: would, I'm still sure somebody would launch their head like a missile. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how guys are hitting these days because of the equipment. Um, Your thoughts on the uh, week five action. Uh, My overriding thought is I'm just genuinely depressed at how fucked up the league is with PI calls both ways.
1: Yes. I was going to say the offensive one. I don't get anymore.
0: It's crazy, Jay. It's like nothing we've ever seen. The uh, There were 22 penalties in the Steelers-Ravens game. 22. 22 accepted penalties. 20. Which is even worse than the total penalties because some were declined, right? It is every five minutes in the first
1: half. First quarter, let me take that back. It was a flag. flag. Hey, by the, hands to the face. That's another one they've started calling all the time now
0: when they could call it on almost every play
1: yeah that, but if that's the one offensive pi excuse me and hands to the face the two things that i've seen called more than anything this year
0: yeah uh, the league is so in the weeds now with this whole reviewing pi did you see the ty hilton uh <laughs> flopping video from last from night. From last night?
1: I did not see no, I did not I d did, I didn't want to watch any more football last night. That's so fine. I, I missed the uh Kansas City game.
0: I'll explain it to you and you can see it at your leisure uh once we're done here. Basically, T. Y. Hilton runs a shallow cross in in inwards towards the center of the field. He sets his route down, he kind of stops. And instead of blocking or running forcibly into what's your opening there, Jay?
1: That was uh Myra shaking. Uh. Okay. You know, they're
0: doing, doing the dog shake. Yeah. Uh, hey, that, yeah. hey, dog. Yo. You know, it's funny. A quick timeout here. Timeout, timeout. We talk dog for a second. There was a video of a dog that was rescued from a burning building, and it was kind of unconscious almost, and the firefighter carried the dog out. And then there was the video of the dog lying down as they put oxygen up to its mouth and then put some water on it and gently got it to kind of wake up and he he was able to get up on his feet and then it found its owner who had escaped the house and he's all reunited with his owner, wagging his tail. Now that I own a dog, Jay? Man, right here, buddy.
1: Gets gets me right here. Wait Wait a minute. that was one from the the wildfires in California. A firefighter saved the dog and laid the dog down and the dog just licks the fireman like, thank you. Yes. Oh, my God, it was
0: heart fucking dogs man they're amazing i I see i see in every dog now my own dog in tucker and i see their essential dogness which is this innocence and sweetness and this loyalty and that's the wonder Um, of having a dog that's what scotland has told me all these years he's like get a dog it'll change you
1: all they do is think about you
0: yeah anyway all right back time in now so What were we talking about?
1: Uh, um, T.Y. Hilton Hilton, and his flop.
0: So T.Y. Hilton does a shallow cross. He stops. He sets his route down. He does not crash into the Chiefs defender. The Chiefs defender, kind of confused, kind of reaches his hand out to touch T.Y. Hilton. There is the most minimal of patty caking going on. Hilton then flops, Jay, in an exaggerated fashion. And the crossing route, which was the tight end for the Colts, goes out in the flat, catches a pass, turns it upfield for a nice 10-yard gain. Flag, of course. Offensive, pass interference, illegal pick play. They challenge the play that the, the Colts do, and it goes to fat-ass Alberto Riveron, who's a stooge and should be fired. And Very he, doesn't, true. he doesn't change it. And people on Twitter are losing their mind going, what are you watching? My big takeaway, and when you see this play, you will say, Holy shit, that's bad. Flopping has come to the NFL Jay. And that is a disastrous development. Flopping is a disease. It's a virus. There is no cure. It has jumped from soccer to the NBA. The, best,
1: the NBA. Yep.
0: To football now, and it is terminal. It it the game will never be the same now that flopping is in it. It's so disgusting. Oh quarterbacks are
1: going to be using that some are some already have Tom Brady is a big flopper
0: uh yes speaking of that he's not my fuck that guy this week but he is related to my fuck that guy are you ready for fuck that guy for this Uh, week? a little bit yes you're a little bit ready because I can go first if you need a little bit of time you go
1: first you go first
0: is there any other thing you want to talk about maybe Dak Prescott's not so wonderful day And, uh, maybe Tom Brady might be finished. He did not look good again yesterday. Oh, okay. You don't want to talk about Dak Prescott.
1: Um, well, his price tag, by the way, going down, 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 down. (laughs) By the way, the the Cowboys, Cowboys fans, excuse me. The the schedule that you played before these last two weeks, that might've had something to do with it also.
0: Yep. Yep. Some, uh, some cupcakes along the way. Okay. Let's get to fuck that guy. Here we go. Stand by. Fuck that guy today. Brought to you by Johnson & Johnson. I'm not a good guy. know it's not. By spoons. (laughs) By spoons. (laughs) (laughs) Shoveling food and soup into your mouth since 1942. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Here we go, Jay. Shall I lead off to give you some time to simmer?
1: Oh, I have one. Okay, let's hear it. I want to hear yours first. Okay, here we
0: go. So, apparently, after the game in which the Redskins got boat raced in the second half, 33-7 to by the Patriots, Donald Penn went up to Tom Brady to ask for his jersey. Brady said, I'm sorry, but I've already promised it to somebody else on the Redskins who asked me first. The tweet was... Oh, my God. the (laughs) The tweet was... I bet Brady has to travel with 52 extra jerseys every week. I oh. I am not such an old curmudgeon that I don't want two star players ever exchanging jerseys. But Donald Penn, you're a fucking journeyman jabroni. You just got your ass handed to you. Don't go asking Tom Brady for a jersey. Fuck you. Win a game. Fuck that guy. All right. I feel better for getting that off my chest Jay you're up so I didn't have one until this morning or about 10
1: o'clock uh, eating a wonderful bowl of cereal uh, listening to the local talk station uh, talk about the Ravens game and you don't want to mention we'll-
0: the talk station or the host by name huh
1: oh no I'm going to okay go ahead so they were they were talking about the Ravens lineup because they took a couple injury hits. And one Vincent J. Serato is criticizing the Ravens, <laughs> the, ra- the last couple Raven drafts. Oh, that I, is rich. That It was the fun. He was criticizing. Well, they should have did this. They shouldn't do that. I'm like, wait a minute. You're possibly the worst GM in the history of team sports.
0: And strike possibly. And yeah, you're in the ballpark. Go ahead.
1: And I, I could not believe that he gets, he has the audacity <laughs> to, critique Ozzie Newsom Ozzie Newsom might be in the Hall of Fame for player and GM. Exactly. And but got, Vinny Serato feels that he can criticize Ozzy. That's hysterical.
0: Doesn't Ozzy have two Super Bowl rings? Was he not the GM for the first one? He was the GM for both of them. Yeah. He was there from day one. Yeah. Two I think rings. he's pretty good. Ozzie should yeah. punch the fuck out of uh of Vinny Serato with both rings on his fucking fingers knock his ass out so to what one vincent serato now toiling in sports radio in baltimore maryland you say jay
1: fuck that guy all
0: right that'll do it for us today did you see sophie turner wearing bears stuff in london i did see that Ooh. do you watch game of thrones i've seen one episode yeah She's hot. You'll like it. Jay, I got to go. My music is about to run out. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Thanks. Bye-bye. That'll do it for me today. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for putting up with my minutes restrictions. Good hard run today. I'm off to watch Bruce Allen, that asshole, tell me why things are going to be better for the Redskins. Hint, they're not. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Gambling on football, you say. Well, well, well.